Hello and welcome to the Had an Idea podcast. He's Michael Mason. He's Ben Coleman. And this is our Halloween special. And as a special Halloween treat, we're recording this live Mm. from a spooky old, haunted, dilapidated, cobweb-filled, creaky old house. Yes. Yes, but enough about your house, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you. Oh, me. Gooey. What are we like? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even the ghost found it funny. <laughs> oh, you got him! It's a ghost of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's <his> harmonica. Ben, you know, it's the spooky, it's the, it's the most the spookiest, spookiest time, time of the year. The ghost of Andy Williams. <laughs> 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 that will bug me so much, the most spookiest. The most spookiest. <laughs> they really do annoy me, those unnecessarily superlatives. <laughs> to be fair, I do that a lot to you, just on purpose to annoy <laughs> I you. I think it's a colloquial thing next. My mum says them all the time. Uh, like, my mum does as well. The most <laughs> fastest. Yeah. <laughs> She's the most yeah. fast or the fastest. I, yeah. So I've just got to accept now that that's the yeah. way we talk. Anyway, Halloween. Yes. Well, yes, Halloween. And yeah, I do like Halloween. I do like... To be beside the seaside. I do, yeah. <laughs> Especially at Halloween. Yeah. Spe- the spookiest, spookiest time to be spookiest. beside the seaside. <laughs> spookiest. I can't speak at all. I'm not the spookiest out of the two of us. <laughs> You're certainly the spookiest. Ah, yeah, that is true, since I've taken my glasses off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, Ben, I wanted to ask you... I think last year we talked about, you know, what scared us as children. Mm. I wanted to ask you again this year, has anything come to mind that gives you a fright um, that you can think of? To be fair, I don't spook that easily, I don't think. <laughs> 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 Genuinely scared. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> you should have, been. you've known me for years. <laughs> One that does spring to mind is... um. Because one of my favourite TV shows is Doctor Who. Ah, yes. And that's, yes. you know, known for being quite scary. Mm, it can be at times, yeah. People, like... I mean, farting aliens aren't really <laughs> that scary. But... It's changed over time. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. back in the 60s and that, people used to hide behind the yeah, sofa because yeah. of the Daleks. And... Mm-hmm. But I never found them scary. But the one that scared me... Well, there's two that scared me. The one that's less scary, I'm going to start and build oh, up, oh, was uh, an episode called Dark Water where... They posit the idea that when people are cremated... Cremated? (laughs) (laughs) When they had the creamer in and they're cremated. (laughs) That would be quite cool, actually, when your ashes mixed in with coffee beans. Oh, 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 and drank. (laughs) It's one up from cannibalism. Well, you know, if you diluted it enough, you wouldn't... Well, I was was thinking you could use it as, like, wallpaper paste or something. (laughs) (laughs) Turn you into paste and... God, that would be creepy. <laughs> He's literally in the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So cremated. Yes. yes. So the idea was when they're cremated, mm. like in the afterlife, you can still feel things. You're still alive and you've uh, got sort yeah. of consciousness. Mm. Um, kind of like being buried alive. So it was this place where like they sort of uh, manage you in the afterlife, sort of mm. welcome you into the afterlife. Mm. <laughs> where... Some of the clips <laughs> welcome to the afterlife. Well, it was. <laughs> Yeah. Have we got a uh, Ben Coleman? Well, funnily enough, the guy doing that job was Chris Addison, and you oh. sounded quite like him. Oh, really? Oh, really? 
But uh, yeah, so it was that. And then they said, like they revealed to the Doctor and Clara that yeah. um, the static in the TV that you think is white noise, they mm. decoded it and it's actually people saying, please don't cremate me. Mm. It's a bit late, isn't it? <laughs> well, because yeah, then when they get cremated, like they can feel the burning. Obviously, mm. that'd be horrible being burnt mm. alive. So that was quite a scary thought and mm. kind of put me off cremation. Mm. It's funny you should mention that because I'm sure in the Muslim faith they believe like, a similar thing. Like, yeah. You, When you go to the afterlife, you you go as you are. Go as you are. As you are. <laughs> so like, that's why they're, they're all buried, so mm. they can go to the afterlife as a, not but, just as a pile of ash. Because yeah. I don't like the idea of being buried alive. That would terrify me mm. being stuck in a box. So I think I'd prefer to be cremated. What mm. about you? I think I'd prefer to be cremated. Mm. Yeah. We'll turn it into a barbecue. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there's more possibility because it's buried. You just yeah. stick in the ground, whereas ashes, you can mm-hmm. have them spread somewhere, become part of the yeah. world. The ecosystem, people breathing yeah. you in. and I think it's called aquamation, where they... Uh, well, they liquefy it. Pretty much, yeah, and then they put it in and then it uh, goes off into the sea oh. or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. The one that mm. scared me. So much that because it was a two-parter, it took oh. me three years to watch the second one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pluck up the courage. Yeah. An episode called The Empty Child. Oh, I know that one. And it's like, Isn't that like considered one of the scariest ones? Oh, like yeah. That and the Weeping Angels. Oh, for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like set in World War Two, and it's a little mm. kid, like about five or six, and he's got a gas mask on. Mm. What happened was this spaceship from the future landed on him. And these sort of medical nanobots tried to repair him, but they thought the gas mask was part of his ah, face. So they yeah. fused it to his face. That's and then clever. You'd want to die in something you like. That, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Like a t-shirt that so says, I love boob- yeah. boobies or something. <laughs> oh, I'm <just> so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so then what happens is if he touches you, then the same thing happens to you. It fuses Ooh, t- a gas mask Loads to your of face. people with I love boobies t-shirts. <laughs> um, and it's just, I think it's because it's a kid. Mm. And it's like, there's no, you can't see his face or any emotion. It's really creepy. Mm-hmm. And because uh, he's sort of half dead, the mm. only thing he says is, are you my mummy? Yeah. And like, it comes through the radio and stuff like really creepy. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, that terrified me and I had nightmares for days. <laughs> yeah. But then what made it worse was a couple of days later, I went swimming mm. and I got out of the water, was in the shower. And there's a kid walking around with big thick goggles on. <laughs> yeah. He's like wearing bl- a gas mask. Blonde haired kid, yeah. like big thick goggles, looks like not far <laughs> off a gas mask. And he's walking around going, Mummy, are you my mummy? And I was like, Oh, it's real. <laughs> punch, <laughs> punch a child in the face. <laughs> well, I was, I was so, literally cowering in the showers and people looking at me like, What's going on? But yeah. This kid could torture. No, please! <laughs> <laughs> don't have to be my nephew, Max. <laughs> but no. But imagine if uh, the kid like had his goggles shoes to his face. <laughs> don't have goggles on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But oh. even still, like gas masks, like still freak me out. Mm. But, uh, Something about them, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. I think it's because they were from back in the day. Mm. They look quite rudimentary, so it's like sort of a dystopian future yeah, where they've cobbled yeah. together the materials to make it, so it feels kind of like mm. scary mm. in that sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's quite, as well, you know, there's a lot of, um, what's the word? I don't want to say backstory. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you yeah. know. Emotions attached because of yeah, the yeah, yeah. bombing and stuff. Mm. So mm. It's not exactly a nice, happy. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want a gas mask to like a... <laughs> 
Yeah, your bir- kid's birthday party. <laughs> I'm Gassy the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to all have to wear these. <laughs> oh, imagine if you, 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 your nano box fused here while you're dressed as a clown. <laughs> clown that was stuck to you. <laughs> yeah, big, massive feet shoes. Are you Timmy? <laughs> Maybe when your touch grows like clown shoes. Ooh, and there's an idea like the bleaches your skin so it looks like a smile on your oh, face. Oh, Essentially like the Joker, but without makeup. Mmm. Should have used that for the Halloween special. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You yeah. save it for next year's Halloween yeah. special. Yeah. Bleachy the clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. Point bleaching kids. <laughs> oh, close your eyes to me. Ah! <laughs> Deep voice for a child. <laughs> Hmm. So anyway, that's my mm. scary story. Have that's you a got a scary I story? I do, as a matter of fact. Ooh, that's um, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> well, not for you. Well, no, not for me. But <laughs> Well, you know, when I was in hospital um, a few years ago, mm. uh, for those who don't know, I had a perennial abscess, oh. which is, uh, you know what an abscess is. It's like a yeah. giant boil. <laughs> and the perennium, for those who don't know, is the bit between your scrotum and your, your bum hole. Yeah, that was nice. It's an educational show. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Halloween special, after all. But, uh, you know, you've been in hospital a few times. Oh, as you know. many times. Yeah. Many times you've collected stamps. <laughs> the only Ooh. patient with a loyalty card. They're <laughs> <laughs> going there so often, they've started inviting me on the staff out. And... <laughs> inviting you to the Christmas deal. <laughs> That's the operation that presented me with a golden clock. <laughs> Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> I feel like you're going under. <laughs> you see this clock. <laughs> Your time is running out. Then. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to feed the meter. <laughs> well, uh, you know what it's like when you go into hospital and you put in these bays. Yeah? Mm. And I think that I was putting the one. It had six beds. Mm. And I, I was putting there like late at night. Yeah. I'd gone in in like the afternoon and I'd like into A&E. And I wasn't moved into a bay until like... The early hours of the next day. Oh. And so I was absolutely knackered. Like. And uh, when I got there, I realised that um, it was empty. And what, thought, the whole bay? The whole bay was empty, mm. yeah. I thought, well, that's odd. Then I, um, as I lay there, sort of drifting off, you know, half asleep, but I realised, actually, no, it wasn't empty. Oh. There was one person there. Oh. I thought, oh, that sort of you know, made me feel a bit, you know. What, like a patient? Or a yeah, 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 a patient, yeah. <laughs> in, like, the end bed. I was, like, in the middle. Mm. And this guy was, like, on the far... Right. Yes. Right, let's move with the cushion. <laughs> no, the delusion again. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, I hadn't noticed him when I came in. That was so weird, because it felt mm. empty. Like, I didn't yeah. see him, I didn't hear him. And um, I was I was out for a couple of hours before I noticed him. Mm. I, I was too tired. I shut my eyes. I couldn't care, you know. I, <laughs> I want to go to sleep. I've been here for ages now. It feels like I've been here for years, you know. <laughs> and anyone who's had to wait for a hospital bed will oh, yeah. tell you what it's like. Anyway, in the night, it like got really cold. Like so cold that it woke me up. Oh. Like, it was like, icy cold. Mm. And uh, You woke up and it was pouring ice on you. <laughs> Close enough. Like I woke up and he was actually at the end of the bed. Oh, jeez! And he was like really close to me, and uh, he looked really like sickly. Like he was, he was. <laughs> well, he's well, he is an arsehole, true. Yeah, but he like <laughs> really well, you know, looking well at us. 
You're the duck thief. <laughs> and you're going, I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looked like he hadn't eaten in years. Like he was mm. really thin. Mm. And like gaunt, like thin in the <laughs> face, like you know. You Everybody's s- bringing me grapes. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Stand at people's beds. <laughs> but he looked, he actually looked like a skeleton. Like his, you could see mm. his cheekbones, his eyes were like sunken in, mm. and um, he was just sort of like um, he, he had like this. I remember this. He had this light blue bathrobe on. Mm. I remember that. Uh, and there's a reason I remember that, which I'll get to. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of like babbling on. I figure he had dementia or something because he was yeah. talking about like, oh, they're not letting us out. And, you know, <laughs> like it, it was as if he thought he'd been imprisoned yeah. in his hospital. So I figured, well, he's, you know, I don't know if you've been in like with old people yeah. in the hospital. Yes, I have. Because, mm. yes. you know, sometimes, especially if they're, you know, they've got dementia, they've got issues like that. They mm. don't know where they are. They've been taken yeah. out of their, you know. Mm. Uh, so I figured I saw he's just getting confused so well, I said well you know go back to bed and you know in the morning we'll you know be alright mm. and he shuffled away like, and I just turned on my side um, you know just to go off to sleep again but uh, I, I didn't manage to get the sleep because mm. as I was lying there I heard this sort of scream mm. <laughs> But that's twice in one episode. <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. Uh, <laughs> I think I could see it coming. You're leaning into the microphone. <laughs> I just told you I got a heart condition. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, let's hope we don't have to go in the hospital tonight, Ben. Let's hope you're not in Ward 6. Oh. Ooh, which is the ward I was in. Oh. And I heard this scream. I spun around. See mm. what the hell happened, right? Mm. I didn't see anything. Oh. Although I did think I saw like a flash of blue oh. outside <laughs> outside the window. Mm. Like, you know, a light blue bathrobe. Oh, he oh, jumped out the window. Yeah. Well, it's a thing, right? I'm free. <laughs> you know, I kicked his heels <laughs> as he went. <laughs> and um I couldn't sleep. Like, I did manage to get to sleep in the end, but it mm. took me a while to get off. I was so shaken. Mm. So I think it was... Because I didn't think he'd jumped out. I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. This guy's gone, right? Early the next morning, you know, they bring breakfast round and the nurse comes and this old man hasn't returned, right? Mm. So I say to her, what, what happened to the old man over there in the corner? And she turned white as a sheet. She did. Mm-hmm. She said, well... It's, it's impressive, actually. It's impressive she turned that as white because she was Jamaican. <laughs> uh, she tells you that over a week ago, this old man threw himself out the window oh. and the bay had been closed pending an investigation. It <gasps> had only opened the previous night and I was the first patient in since. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you know, I'm there for a week. Like. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, other patients come in. I, I don't actually see this old guy again. Mm. But some nights, I swear, at the corner of my eye, I could see like a flash oh. of blue out the outside the window. Oh. Mm. And now on with the show. <laughs> Are you my mummy? <laughs> yeah, you got me scared of dressing gowns. Huh? <laughs> 
next time I'm in hospital, you'll come in with a blue dressing gown and a gas mask. <laughs> a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ben. <laughs> We're like one of those doctor's things, huh? <laughs> like a stethoscope. Uh, <sighs> well, that's my story. What colour is your dressing gown at home? It's uh, grey, actually. Oh. Mm. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever like seen anyone in a blue dressing gown and go? <gasps> <laughs> I haven't actually. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe oh, there's only one blue dressing. That's gown. the only one blue dressing. He, that's why he killed himself. <laughs> I don't want. I would. I want to fit in. <laughs> I don't want to be the only person with a light blue dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, you did promise me earlier a blue story, and you're ah. kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for after the show. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you did with the nurse after yeah, <laughs> the same Jamaican one well uh, you tell me that story how about There's room for two in here <laughs> yeah can you come cuddle me and keep me safe yeah yeah burst yeah. my uh, abscess <laughs> <laughs> well I think it's time to go on with some ideas Ben I do too yeah some Halloween ideas Ooh. That's the only Halloween noise we know. <laughs> there you go, it's the wear baby. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> the goose. <laughs> it's like an evil clown. <laughs> like uh, a giant horn. You got brains. Oh, like yeah. Zombie. Frankenstein's. Um, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> oh, American. Now then, now then. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest Ooh. of them all. <laughs> <laughs> whispering in the ear in the dark. How <laughs> oh, then, now then. Goza! <laughs> he likes to hang around hospitals. Yeah, he does. <laughs> in a blue dressing gown. Oh! Uh, keeping us in prison here. <laughs> it's supposed to be in prison. <laughs> oh, the nurse is coming. I better jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jim Bowen. <laughs> that shows that's it. <laughs> so, what are we having for breakfast today? <laughs> So let's have a look who's in the ward. In one, we've got Martin Mason in bed Very one. Good. Very good. He's got that. an abscess. In two, we've got the ghost of an old guy in a blue dressing gown. Yes, yes, he's back. Jim Bowen's back. We need sedation from the man in bed one. He's <laughs> uh, seen the ghost of a bull. <laughs> like a bull wearing a shirt. <laughs> Driving a bus. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't beat a bit of bully. No. You can't beat some good ideas. Hey! So all of our ideas this week are Halloween themed, mm-hmm. and I just want to quickly mention our big idea from the last episode, which we did with Ruby, was food, wasn't it? Yes. And we're not going to do that this week. Because we're rebels in it. Yeah, man, <laughs> in it, bruv. No, we're going to save that for our regular episode. For those who are looking forward to food ideas, mm. you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks. Yes, we're like a harvester. You have to wait a lot longer than you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a Halloween idea. <laughs> Waiting years for your food. Yeah, <laughs> the haunted harvester. <laughs> oh, I like it. Damn, I wish that was my idea. But speaking of ideas, Ben, what have you got? Well, I've got a Halloween film. Oh! Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm thinking of like kids, maybe Pixar, Disney kind of film. Okay. 
Because last year, my Halloween idea was Poltergoose. Yes, that's right. Quite yeah. famously. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. That was great. I love it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, the title was great. <laughs> just nothing. That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah. Discuss. So, I've got a similarly punny Ooh. title this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for I'm this? I'm ready for this. <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> Let me guess. Undead zombie. Undead yep. bees. <laughs> <laughs> this this honey is tastes off. Hmm. <laughs> so I'll give you a bit of context because it mm-hmm. kind of went on a bit of a journey with Because <laughs> I was trying to think like of a similarly punny thing and I thought, oh mm. zombies. Ah oh, bees, zombies, like mm. a zombie bee. Yeah. So I looked it up just to check there was like wasn't already a film to do that. <laughs> I doubt there was a film about zombie bees. Wait, you'd be surprised to find that there is a film oh, called what? Zombies. <laughs> no, but it's like a short film from mm. 2008, I think it was. And mm. it's about what I'm going to tell you now. Okay. Because there is actually a thing called a zombie, like a type of bee. Oh. So the Latin name is Apocephalus borealis. Oh. Similar to Aurora Apocephalus borealis. Apocephalus borealis. <laughs> So it's like a sky full of green beans. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're all very, like, conscious <laughs> Um <clears throat> But it's a species of bee, and what happens is there's a thing called a forehead fly. I hope I've pronounced that right. <laughs> Any fly experts are getting in touch. <laughs> uh, it's about that long. And it lays its eggs inside the ah, bee. In the bee, and the eggs and hatch then, in the... Well, the eggs, like, develop in there, and then when it gets to a pupae, it sort of ejects from the bee. Oh. So it doesn't, like, kill... Well, I don't think it kills it. Like, it mm. sort of leaves it intact. But uh, the pupae exit the body and then it becomes, like, the fly or whatever oh. it is. Um, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> so, you know, I thought that would make a nice Disney Pixar film. <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know, the real-life zombie. Yeah, we want to avoid that. Yeah, my yeah. idea is more literal interpretation of zombies Mm. so i've got a rough idea for the plot so there's a big beehive in a building maybe like a school or a community center or something Mm. and like everyone's campaigning to get rid of it so they send the fumigators in and sort of take the uh beehive out kill all the bees Mm. but then there's this uh small group of environmentalists who are like a bit not right in the head yeah yeah so what they do is they like find the fumigators steal the beehive and take them back to their like laboratory mm, mm. and reanimate the bees oh to bring them back from the dead so they can get revenge on the, the exactly. school and the exterminators oh yeah. but there's not enough bees really to take down the fumigating companies mm. So they let the bees go off to search for other bees, turn mm. them into zombies oh, by biting them or yeah. what, stinging them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, not stinging, because they die after they... Well, I suppose they're already well, dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so they attack <clears throat> other hives to yeah. uh, try and build up an army, and then I'm not really sure where it goes from that, because I don't know whether it should be from the point of view as, like, the zombies are the good guys taking down the fumigators. Ooh, they sound like the bad guys to me. Yeah, right? or whether it's from the point of view where it's like the bees trying to, like, oh no, the zombies are coming, we got to, <laughs> like they've got to stop them or mm. they'll turn everyone into zombies. But then it feels like 
the first like half an hour is backstory yeah. <laughs> setting this up. So I, I'm not sure how it would work oh, really. Well, you've come to the right place. Hey, that's the point of this show is to like yeah. discuss the ideas and you know pad them out and fill them and. Then in... Same thing you should do with like plastic surgery. <laughs> Pad them out and fill them. <laughs> and then eventually admit that it's terrible and chuck <laughs> them away. No, I like the idea. Because when you first said it about like zombie bees, mm. I was thinking of like. Not zombie bees. Zombie just bees. Zombies. <laughs> zombies. Yes, of course. Uh, I was thinking of like, you know, um, a bug's life and ants. Yeah. Where it's like set in like an ant colony, but this could be like a beehive. Yeah. And then I was thinking like they'd have to fight against the zombie bees or zombies. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking, but then mm. whose point of view would you see it from at the start where the... Take well, that's the thing, behind. when you started mentioning like the fumigators and everything, it sounded to me like it'd be from the point of view of the, the school kids. Mm. And maybe, you know, the... Ooh, maybe the bees then try and talk to the kids and say, like, help us fight these zombies. Ooh. Or is that a bit too far-fetched? <laughs> that seems a bit too far-fetched in this. Because yeah. uh, two ideas I'm getting from this is... It's the bees fighting the bees, in which case you don't really mm. need the fumigators or maybe that can be maybe that can be like the, the backstory, but then you don't need all the thing about the school and the environmentalists. Yeah. Maybe mm. um I don't know if you've ever seen a film a Korea a seen a Korean film called The Host. It uh, rings a bell, yeah. It's these people, they work in like this chemical lab mm. and they've got all this out of date chemicals. <laughs> and say, like, What should we do? Mm. I'll just dump them down the sink. But that goes into the river. I don't care, dump them down the sink. So they dump all these chemicals down the sink. Mm. It goes into the river and creates like this big mutant fish. Yeah. But you see it sound like you had an idea then. Yeah. What if it's from the point of view of one of the bees who escapes before the fumigators come? Mm. So then that's how we see it from their point of view, like he's in the hive and then like he hears like, oh, people are coming to fumigate or whatever, like mm. destroy the beehives. And he manages to escape. And then... Because aren't so lucky. Yeah, and then like he sort of sees through a, win- a window, sees mm. them being reanimated, and then well, he has maybe, to go and warn everyone. Maybe because I'm thinking it, it, then he's got like an, uh, another being there that can be his sidekick. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe cause, uh, the reason I brought up the host and like the out of date chemicals, maybe mm. their fumigating stuff is out of date. Ooh. So it's now sort of poison, so it doesn't actually kill the bees; it kills them, but it reanimates them as well. Yeah, because I was. Trying to, I was sort of looking up how do you make a zombie? It's mm. like, and it was said like reanimating the corpses. Mm. So mm. it would have to be corpses. Yeah, they would have to die initially, and then. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, what if there was a, like one of the worker bees who was out, mm. like down the shops or something? <laughs> you know, working. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> What happened here? <laughs> I go for five minutes. And the whole colony's turning <laughs> into zombies. Oh, typical. Oh well, that's Monday story. I'll never believe this at the bee bar. <laughs> don't know why we call it the bee bar. <laughs> they don't call it a human bar. Do you? Well, we do because they're humans. <laughs> we're bees. <laughs> Who am I talking? <laughs> Stop eating my brains. <laughs> um, well, I'm thinking Yeah, like... mind, I'm doing a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> but you need me, I'm exposition. <laughs> Alan Bennett's zombies. 
Oh, I went to the shops to buy some honey and all the bees had turned into zombies. <laughs> and Mother said, oh, they'll be charging twice as much now then. <laughs> oh, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, Mother. Because I'm thinking, like, one of them comes back and mm. finds them all dead and maybe he finds, like, a, a survivor and oh. that can be his girlfriend in the film. Yeah. And then the, the, all the bees start coming back to life. And then they have to flee and, like, warm. Oh, yeah, mate, he, he comes back there all day and then he mm. just sees evidence of, like, a fumigators or... Mm. Like, he sees the van driving away or, like... Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. a leaflet they've oh, left. Them. Yeah, <laughs> for the bees. <laughs> you have been fumigated by... <laughs> or maybe you can see the thing happening. Sorry, we tried to fumigate your thing and you were out. <laughs> Come back next week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he sees the fumigation and like, oh, no, I can't go back now. And then yeah. after the, the, it's all clear, oh, yeah, then he Yeah, and he thinks back. they're all dead, but then... Mm. I think there should be two. One that's like the comet relief, and then one that's the love interest. Yeah, actually, yeah, survived. yeah. And uh, yeah, he thinks they're all dead. He sees those two, mm. and then it, the zombies come, and he go, "Oh, we got to go warn the other hive because there's yeah, another yeah. hive like down the road." Mm, yeah, <laughs> that they haven't noticed yet. Well, maybe they they're captured by the other hive. Like, mm. Ah, you'll come here to steal our pollen. Ooh. No, no, we're fleeing from the zombies. <laughs> Are they a band? No, not a band. <laughs> And maybe they defeat all the zombies. Mm. I think, well, finally it's over. However, oh. more zombies. <laughs> Where are these zombies coming from? The queen. Oh. The queen zombie. She's now just giving birth Ooh, to loads and loads of zombies. I like this queen zombie. Mm. That could be the sequel. Right? Ooh. Or, no, they have to kill the queen. I was thinking like they, they like wage war against the zombies, they win. But now there's mm. loads more. Like, okay, now we, we know we have to kill the queen to stop this. Mm. So yeah, and like ah, but we don't know the layout of your hive. You must go in. Yeah, like mm. Star Wars in the yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the Death Star. They have to, yeah, they have to get the plans and like maybe because like bees, they die after the first sting. Maybe mm. they have to recruit the wasps. Yeah, ooh. Ooh. and they're trading honey and <laughs> pollen things like that. Yeah, and they yeah. get the plans. And many wasps died to get these plans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have gotten for you. I've gotten right here. <laughs> the, the wasps disguising themselves as bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. like... Um... And you get like a famous sort of comedy double act playing those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get Armstrong and Miller. <laughs> oh, you said comedy yeah. double act. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we could do it. Yeah, that's yeah. who we'd play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <in> wasps. <laughs> oh, because wasp is like slang for like a middle class, like American, like white family. Mm-hmm. Maybe all the the wasps could be like American. <laughs> yeah, like really like sort of like pseudo posh <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, me too. Zombies. See, this is developed. Mm. So, how would it end then? Would I? Take it, they'd kill the queen. They'd zombie. kill the queen, and like there'd be a big celebration, and uh, yeah. and but uh, you'd have to have like a bit of peril, like maybe the 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 comet, the comet, 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 the comedic relief would like sacrifice himself. Yeah. Oh. And think, oh no, he's dead, and like five minutes later, oh no, he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. You know. And then, of course, would you build up to a sequel? Because a lot of these Pixar and Disney films, they just yeah. end with a happy ending, don't they? I think, yeah, I'd like to end with a happy ending. Mm. Yeah. I think you could do that. And then I, st- I think you could still do a sequel if there was, you know, a call yeah. for one. 
We'd have to with think the wasps, of, oh, the wasps, they find the um, technology, well, not the technology, mm. but they find like the stuff left at the scene of the hive mm. that turns the, turn the bees into zombies. Oh, and the yeah. wasps use it to become like super ultra... Some wasps. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to work. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to be like, not necessarily dead, but sort of like super powered. Mm. Mm. Super wasps. Super wasps. Super wasps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it, zombies. Mm. Of course, the other idea, when you mentioned about the kids, mm. I was thinking it would be them, like, in the the school, like, barricaded in, mm. trying to fight off these zombies. Ooh. And maybe, like, one of the environmentalists, they're like, okay, our leader's like a nutcase. <laughs> He's the one who set all these on you, and we go, you know, we didn't want this, mm. you know. We just wanted the, the, zombie, the zombies, we wanted the bees to be unharmed, Yeah, you know. Ooh, I kind of like both ideas. Mm. <laughs> it's one of the imagine if imagine if you did like both, mm. if you did two separate films but from different point of views. Mm. I think they should do that with more they films. Should, yeah. that, Titanic from the iceberg <laughs> point of view. <laughs> whoa, whoa, where'd you go? <laughs> the hell, man! Well, no, but that because there's loads of characters in that. You could do from yeah. different points. You of know view. what? I did have an idea because there's been loads of like. Look at that idiot hanging over the edge. <laughs> Look at that font. Because <laughs> there's like multiple Titanic films. Oh, look films. at them in the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Look at we should hide in here. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's like there's multiple Titanic films. I was thinking mm. if you could like cut them all in, <laughs> into one film. Yeah, like really high end, then just yeah, a low yeah. budget one. In the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like a toy boat in the bathtub. Yeah, let's face it, it all starts and get on the getting on the yeah. boat. It all ends with the boat the same sinking. Story. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I'm th- what would happen? I'm thinking in in when they're in the school, mm. it'd have to result in like a big boss fight. Yeah. So and because these are just these are regular people like us, they're not tiny bees. So the boss has to be as big as the person, if not bigger. So I'm thinking either. Mm. There's like a giant mutated bee. <laughs> well, I think the queen, queen bee, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but she, the queen bee is not as big as like a, a high schooler. She could be like, oh, true. So I'm thinking of the second idea where the Ooh. kids are in the school. Oh, so I'm okay. thinking either like a giant mutated bee. Could be a giant mutated queen bee. Ooh, maybe one of the environmentalists. The environmentalists are trapped inside with the kids and maybe one of them sort of still is on the bee's side. He's like, no, even though they're zombies, we've got to protect them and that. Mm. So he sort of sacrifices himself to the bees and then they sort of all fall on him and he's got like a big oh, that's, bee oh, head. Oh, I kind of like that, actually. He'd be heading. Because hey. <laughs> I was thinking, the, the environmentalist leader, who's a bit cuckoo, he could, like, maybe splice his... I don't know, like, flipping you are. He's a bit cuckoo. <laughs> He just... set a horde of mutant zombie bees onto us. He's a bit cuckoo. He's is. not all there. Maybe he could like splice his genes with the bees and become mm. like a bee man. <laughs> Behemoth. Oh! <laughs> a, bee, a bee and a, a man and <laughs> Behemoth. or Behemoth. <laughs> and, and I also was thinking, what if the, the bees stung people? That all become oh. zombies. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I've got it. Oh, you know how? Should see the doctor about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how bees like they sting you and leave the stinger in you. Mm. What if 
they stung a person. And there was like an umbilical cord from the stinger to the bee. Ooh. And the bee was controlling the person. Like the dream crab things. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And um, yes. what's that? Is that thing that, um, that it infects? It's like a, a fungus that infects ants and it causes the yeah, ants. Yeah, like, I know the one, yeah. It can t- takes over the brain like yeah. that. So it's these bees are controlling people. <laughs> but they control the kids. Well, was... no, well, maybe some of the kids. But I think mainly the locals. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's it's oh it's the postman. <laughs> he's like banging on the door trying to get in. <laughs> Special delivery. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> of course, you can, I... te- you can tell it's a Ben Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Everything revolves around puns. <laughs> But of course, you know, if this is like a kids' film, it's got to end with them all being yeah, set free mm. again. Yeah. Oh. Maybe that. Maybe that's when um, they realise. Well, to stop the bees, we need to stop the queen. Mm. So they go to the um, environmentalist hideout with help from the to turn the good environmentalists. Mm. That's where they find the leader who is splices jeans and with maybe a couple of his shirts jeans. as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And so they have to stop him to... Uh... Oh, man, now we've got, like, two... <laughs> I don't think we've ever done this, but we come in with one half-decent idea. I <laughs> came up with two. Two good ideas. Also, maybe, like... Um... Don't come up with more <laughs> ideas. Got more ideas and you can shake your fist at uh, <laughs> And I do shake my fist Because <laughs> I was thinking it has to end with everyone sort of, you know, being uh, human again. Mm. So maybe there's a, the school scientist or the science teacher develops <laughs> yeah. a, uh, a cure. Ooh. And so he manages to cure everyone, including yeah. the environmentalist leader, who, of course, gets his comeuppance in jail. Hey. Mm. I like it. So we've got, but got two ideas there. I yeah. think they're quite fully formed. Yeah, I really... I really... Cause... Regret to bring <laughs> this up to you, Mike. No, you know in, like, animated films, and they have, mm. like... Say if it's a bee and it's like a... Um, it's a caricature of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. you can tell. So yeah. I really want to have Alan Bennett like as a bee. <laughs> Alan Bennett. Alan Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, at the end, like he's sort of narrating it. Like, so that's the story about how we survived a zombie attack, and then we went out to make honey and died after a few days. <laughs> anyway, it's a futile existence, but it's one that we crave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's some soft piano music. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> so, you could do a, a dog version of Talking Heads called Barking Heads. Uh... <laughs> 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 it's a dog for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben, I like. I, I'm, I did kind of take over there, didn't I? Yeah, but that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So we'll send it to like Martin Scorsese. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Let's get Randy Newman to sing the songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's a bee, little bee? <laughs> oh, dear. Very good. <laughs> well, mm. I have an idea, Ben. Uh-huh. And I have actually been saving this for a whole year. <laughs> so last year on the Halloween special, we talked about a potential live-action Mona the Vampire. Oh. And since then, uh, Wednesday came out, you know, the... Um, Oh, Netflix yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Right? I never saw it. Oh, it's good. So I, I don't know, mm. but it's it's about Wednesday Adams. Mm. But she's a bit older, isn't she? Like a teenager? Yeah. I'm thinking, well, what if we did sort of that with Mona the Vampire? Ooh. So what if they're older now? They're not children, they're teenagers. 
Oh, and Colin's like a gritty ring. Yeah, yeah. But here's the twist. Instead of playing that they're fighting monsters, they are fighting oh. monsters. Because in the show it was like just their imagination monsters. Yeah, we should like give a bit of backstory for people who don't know what Mona the Vampire is. It's, it's they don't decent. know what it is, then don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> You're not our kind of listener. <laughs> You're not our friend anymore. <laughs> well, it was about this little girl and her two school friends, school chums. And her... <laughs> That's it, chum. Not a vampire today. <laughs> and her pet cat. Mm. And they dressed up in character to like fight monsters, but it was all in their imagination. Yeah. So she was a vampire. There was Zap Man. Oh yeah. He was an alien, and he had like <laughs> like googly eyes on his head, like with, with on springs. <laughs> and there was Princess Giant, oh, who yeah. just wore like high heels and like mom's clothes. <laughs> I'm an inch tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, um... and of course they would fight. Oh, there's a new. Oh, there's a new teacher, and oh no, actually, it's it's a giant monster. Mm. Of course, it's not; it's just their imagination. Something. <laughs> yeah. What if in this world, it wasn't their imaginations? What if Mona really mm. was? Not, not, maybe not necessarily a vampire, maybe a half vampire. <laughs> I'd love to see like a version from the point of view where they don't show that it's her imagination. <laughs> just them like hitting the teacher. <laughs> Die, you monster! <laughs> I need a word with your parents. <laughs> I think your daughter has ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, because that would be sort of rationalising and making it a modern mm, take on it. Mm. So when you said about them being teenagers, that, oh, is he going to say they're on drugs? And they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're all hallucinating. Bit... Yeah. <laughs> that's an idea. Like, they could like be rationalising it, and mm. this is actually what it is, rather than it's Overactive imagination. Mm. I can't speak, Ben. <laughs> all those drugs we've taken before. <laughs> I've seen monsters and bees and things. <laughs> uh, but the my, the other idea was that they're actually like Zapman is really an alien. Mm. Princess, Princess Giant can grow to like twenty feet or whatever. Yeah. And Mona is a vampire. Maybe she's only a vampire of a night. Yeah. During the day, she's a normal girl. <laughs> it's the best time to be a vampire. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's that's the that's the slogan. Best time to be a vampire. <laughs> Uh, like in a support group, well, I'm a vampire, but only in the day. <laughs> it's very hard for me. I have to stay indoors. <laughs> very hard to meet new people. <laughs> I'm an agrophobic vampire. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> I haven't sucked any blood for days. <laughs> I have to have it delivered to me. <laughs> Wiltshire Farm Foods don't deliver blood. <laughs> well, they do. well, they do. You have to drag the delivery man. <laughs> <laughs> very good. That every delivery driver we send yours goes missing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't received anything in days. I don't talk about. But got loads of like cupboards full of Wiltshire farm food. <laughs> it takes the blood and takes the food as well. <laughs> bit, bit greedy. <laughs> oh man. Oh. That's that's my idea, Mona the Vampire, but, you know, it's all real. Mmm. Mm. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I remember I used to really enjoy that, and I like watching I it. I did, yeah. I, I think it was one of those things that was a bit too young for us, although we still yeah. watched it. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of shows like that. Yeah. I've watched as teen, like Lazy Town. <laughs> I like 14-year-old boy watching Lazy Town. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch Oh, did you no, not? No. Some, <laughs> some people in our school did, I know for a fact. <laughs> Yeah, in the, in the reception. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like... you hanging out with like year one kids. 
<laughs> I did just say lazy town. <laughs> he was wicked, wasn't it? <laughs> no, because I did a rap that referenced lazy town. <laughs> and I tried out on someone and he went, oh yeah, I watched lazy town. <laughs> it's like, um, it's just on. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep it on. And it's sort of a ridiculous <laughs> show over. Oh yeah, it's just on when I get home from school. I'm just going to keep it on. Yeah, I have done that watch kids shows mm. when they're just on. Uh, I used to watch Bear in the Big Blue House before school, and that's like a preschool show. Yeah, I watched Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. Oh, there you but go. that had good writing. So, <laughs> I like so Mona the Vampire, what do you think? I like it. Mm. Yeah, would it be like a Netflix, slightly darker? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. mm. General Ortega is Mona the Vampire. <laughs> Who could play Mona actually? I don't know. Who's um? Oh man, who's the girl who was in Kickass? Oh, Chloe Moretz. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, yeah. can she? Yeah, I don't know if she's a bit old now. Well, she's, she's one of those. She still looks quite young now. How old she? is Jenny Ortega? She must be in her early twenties. Yeah. Oh, it's not like in the nineties when all the teenagers on TV were like thirty-year-old adults. Yeah, but would she be typecast though? If we... Yeah. She's would you a... like to play a pale-skinned gothic <laughs> girl again? <laughs> uh, what about the girl who's in The Last of Us? I don't. I can't. I, I don't watch it. You're going to name actresses, and I won't know any of them. Well, the thing this yeah. is for the people listening at home. They say, "Oh yes, I can see her in the role." Yeah. But yeah, she she might be good as Mona. Yeah. We'll get her in. Well, yeah. chicken audition. We don't know your name. But <laughs> you want a co audition? Yeah. Yeah, Mona the vampire. Yeah, and then would we play some of the bad guys? <laughs> Ooh, we could. So, well, this is more like an American thing. Unless you want to, like... We can do an American accent. Yeah, you know, that's a good point, man, man. <laughs> oh, hi there, Mona. <laughs> oh, gosh, damn. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> so I voted for Trump. We play their, like, neighbours. <laughs> Just two, like, farmer guys. <laughs> I've seen you doing some pretty dang... <laughs> Crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't know what I've been smoking. <laughs> they could be like the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I have it on good authority. And my neighbor's a vampire. <laughs> Look, there she goes. I told you she's a vampire. <laughs> uh, she could turn into a bat Ooh. as well. Ooh, there you Super go. Power. Mm. I'm sure she does that in the show. Like, pretending, the, I mean. Obviously. Yeah, would they be like an origin story where they got there? <clears throat> oh, maybe. Or would it just start i was thinking it would just start but i think if you wanted to explore that maybe you can yeah you could have like a flashback sort of during the series have yeah yeah, yeah which i always hate in the yeah. <laughs> it pads the series out yeah. the time, you know. and it's just like oh yeah this is convenient you're showing something that happened that she's <laughs> now getting emotionally in, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah how convenient yeah. just tell us all at the start <laughs> well i think the backstories we can go over that real quick is that man is yeah. an alien who's <laughs> fallen from from space to earth maybe it could be in the tv theme yeah, that man is an alien, but he's actually. <laughs> well, I was thinking like reworking the original TV thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Can you remember the, the original? Yeah, he's an alien boy. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the actual. I, I was hoping we could like do a duet and sing the Mona the Vampire theme to close this idea. <laughs> well, yeah, but we got to sing about the giant. Yeah, we'll do that another do that next episode. <laughs> There's also a giant and an alien. We haven't got time. Yeah. She got stabbed in the thighs, now she grows a massive size. <laughs> oh, Giant girl. How'd that happen? <laughs> I haven't stopped wrong, girl. 
<laughs> Maybe she's like a, a, an escaped science experiment. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very bunch of environmentalists. Oh, <laughs> trying to infect it with zombie <laughs> juice or something, aren't they? <laughs> Maybe it's like the Incredible Hulk. She can grow bigger when she mm. gets angry or something. Then you can have a bit where she's at school getting angry. <laughs> you don't want to make me suspicious. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the gritty rebirth of Mona the Vampire. Mm-hmm. I like it. Would you watch it? Yeah. Hey. I'd want to be in it as well. We'll be I'd the conspiracy theorist neighbour. <laughs> you could be yeah. a professor, actually. Ooh. Or just a neighbour that sees it all going on and then at the end he's like, was it all real or... Mm. Like... There's all this hoochow drinking. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> So I saw this girl who turned into a vampire. <laughs> Mother said, you're dreaming it, as I know. <laughs> well, I think it's about time we moved on to our big idea. Big idea! The whole audience of ghosts we got here. <laughs> So, Mike, what's your big, scary Halloween idea? Ooh, ooh, that was very frightening, Ben. Thank you. Well, my idea, Ben, is something we that already exists. Oh. Well, kind of. <laughs> we don't get it here. Well, we kind of do. <laughs> we don't get it as in it doesn't exist or we don't understand it? <laughs> well, it, it exists, but not in this country, and that is the haunted house. We, so, well, we do have haunted houses. I don't mean like an actual, like, oh, this place is reputedly spooked, you know, haunted. Mm. But in we, I know we have like fairground rides that you walk through. Yeah. Remember that thing in town? It was supposedly haunted house experience. Oh, yeah. But it was like free entry and it was crap. <laughs> it was like, Most things that are free entry are crap. <laughs> it good on them if they're trying. But it's like, oh, there's mm. a hole in the wall. What's in there? Oh, it's a toy hand. Right? <laughs> oh, it's a bunch of cables. <laughs> Very good. And there was like that, that dark room with the glow-in-the-dark chalk. Mm. That was the best bit about it, really. Surely there's, like, places that do haunted things well, and they set it up. Maybe. But in America, in mm. a, at least in American sitcoms, <laughs> people will turn their own houses into, like, a haunted house. Yeah. And like, Is this like when you turn your house into a Christmas grotto? <laughs> You're going to turn it into an haunted house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have turn your mum into... dressed in a white sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm trying to do the laundry. It got windy. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, we do, we turn it into a haunted house and turn it into a Christmas house. I don't want to go in there, it's haunted. You forget to take some of the decorations. He's <laughs> going to the grotto, there's a skeleton. <laughs> Open the door, the skeleton drops down. <laughs> Santa's a killer. He's killed one of the elves. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that, just put like an elf hat on his skeleton. <laughs> Recycled he, it. He, he starved to death because not enough kids were giving out mince pies. <laughs> He died because you weren't good enough this year. <laughs> I promise I'll be <laughs> Like a, a noose around the elf's neck. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah, scaring kids into behaving. <laughs> well, we don't really get haunted houses here like that. Mm. And I had an idea of like setting them up, but then I had another idea. Ooh, let's what? not do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do it at all. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> no. Well, if you combined that, the haunted house, <laughs> haunted house I don't know why I said that I've never had a list in my life until like right that second let's say you turned a haunted house combined it with the uh, with an escape room 
Oh, a haunted escape room. Yeah, not any room, not a room, <laughs> but a house. Oh, a whole house. A whole house, because not an escape room, you have to get out of the room. Yeah. In this, you have to escape the house. <laughs> and you can only do that by exploring each room. Um, so. Oh, okay. I thought you like you got out of the kitchen and you ended up in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> no, God. <laughs> well, let's say you start off in like the downstairs. Mm. Upstairs is locked. Oh. And there's a basement, and the door to the basement's locked. But in order <laughs> to get the key to the upstairs, you have to get into the basement. Yeah. So you need to find the key to the basement, mm. maybe by solving puzzles. And then you get into the basement. And I was thinking the basement could be like like a meat cellar, you know, like <laughs> yeah. meat hooks with like meat hanging from it. Mm. I thought you know that might be a bit spooky. Would you, just in terms of like, um, setting it up? Would you have? Mm. Sort of fake meat and then like a smell of meat. That's like a good Artificial point. smell of meat. I suppose that would be less wasteful, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd have to feel like meat, though. It'd have to be like, like a rubber. Yeah, prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like the smell of meat idea as well. <laughs> I think it'd be like quite chilly down there as well. Mm. And like maybe the chains that move about when there's no one near. Yeah. Ooh. Would you have like people dressed up around? That's them? what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking like... A butcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, like, upstairs you could have someone going from room to room, and if they catch you, Ooh, yeah, yeah, it's game maybe over. Maybe have, like, a butler as well, like... Oh, yeah. Maybe you could, like, try and help you, but you also sabotage you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was another thing I was thinking, like, you could have, like, panic buttons, oh. and you could press them to get a hint. Like, when we did an escape room, there was a yeah. button you could press, and they'd give you a hint. Mm. That was my idea. So you have to... The, the whole idea is you have to escape the house, and you have to solve a mystery. And you can only solve this mystery by getting something from the loft Ooh. or the attic if you're American. <laughs> so let's say you start off on the ground floor, you know, or the first floor if you're an American. <laughs> solve a puzzle to get into the basement, find a key to get to the first floor, or the second floor if you're American. <laughs> and then you have to solve... go to the first floor. It come from the first floor. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> so they have to solve these clues. Yeah, so the idea is you have to get to the loft. And, you know, um, I think you might have this, you know... Some lofts have like a hook that you have to. You got like a yeah. big hook with I a know stick. What you mean, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. You have to get. You have to find that. Hmm. So you have to solve a puzzle to you know get that. Yeah. And I did mention like panic buttons. I was thinking like if, if people get freaked out, they can hit the button. Hmm. And like maybe like I said as well with the hint, get the hint. Yeah. And I was thinking rather than having like a whole hour in there, maybe you could have it half an hour. That way you get more people what? in. Half an hour to get up through three floors oh, of the house. Oh, here's the thing. You have like a, a little card or a ticket or something mm. that tells you like how far you're in. Or you could just like remember, like make notes where everything is and quickly solve all the puzzles to get to where you were. What? So let's say within... <laughs> I don't get it. Let's say in the half hour it, yeah. you, you got to the second floor. Mm. Then time was up. Yeah. You can go away and then come back the next time. And you could bring your ticket, say, like, I've been here before. No. You've got to do it all in the... You can't <laughs> go home and, like, be disappointed, like, oh, we'll never know until Come next back the week. next day. Well, the thing is... to go away and have to wait in a week to find out how to solve it. <laughs> Bad enough when, like, you can't figure out how to open a can of beans. <laughs> yeah, we you know you don't take half an hour to, <laughs> to do it. Yeah, but no, when you're trying to fix it on the TV... Bad enough when you're trying to fix it on the TV and you're like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, well, at least I wouldn't just can... leave it and go, oh, I'll come back to it next week. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be doing other things. It's not like you'd wait outside the house until you can go <laughs> in again. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I no, mean... I think do I think it should be like an extended rather than cutting well, it down. I think okay. you should have like two hours. Two hours. Okay. You can have a like intermission like in the kitchen. <laughs> have like a little floor show. Like... Yeah, well the butler could make you a sandwich. Yeah, I made you a sandwich. <laughs> Get it hide, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is in there? Well, I was thinking there could be like a puzzle to do with like a grandfather clock. Mm. Maybe the key to the basement is Hanging from the pendulum, yeah. can't get the door out. You need to solve the little puzzle. Ah, to open on the, yeah on the clock itself, and that opens the little. Because I was thinking maybe like cogs, and you got to put them in the right order to get the clock mm. to work. Oh, that that could work actually. Yeah, yeah mm. that's an idea. Because I am basing a lot of this off like horror games, like Resident Evil and Silent mm. Hill, where you have to solve. There's one puzzle in Silent Hill Three which you'd love because well, actually you might not love. Any fan of Shakespeare would love. <laughs> It's like a very nerdy puzzle. You have to like have an extensive knowledge of Shakespeare to solve <laughs> this one puzzle. And you have to put like books in the right order. Uh, and, like, you could do that. You could put in the library, you could have books and they got to find yeah, yeah. information. Well, because the idea on, on the books is like numbers written, but mm. you have to put them in the right order to reveal the, the code. Yeah. So you could do something like that there. Because yeah. the thing is, it's starting to sound just like an escape room with a few people dressed up in it. Like horror, I think there needs to be more of a horror element. Like you said, like someone trying to attack them, or yeah, yeah, there'd be sort of. I, th- I think that would only come into like once you got to the second floor. Yeah, maybe it's like you can hear someone banging on the door or like chopping at it with an axe, and like yeah. if you don't solve it in <laughs> half an hour or whatever, yeah, yeah, they'll come in and kill you. Oh, the shining. So. Yeah, maybe you could have like earpieces on, and there's someone outside telling you who's monitoring it. And they can say, all oh, right, the, the guy's coming, quick, hide. And yeah, then you have to hide somewhere, and the I guy like comes that. in. And if he doesn't immediately see where you're hiding, he just leaves. <laughs> He's not going to actually look for you, because it'd be quite easy to find someone, I think. Yeah. Because if you well, were like... hiding in this room, so you're either under the bed or in the wardrobe. <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm. It'd be fun. Because you could go in, like, cosplay, you could go as, like, the Scooby Doo gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Let's solve this mystery, team. <laughs> Zoics. Wait, why is Scooby saying Zoics? <laughs> Zoics! That's it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's why Scooby do. Oh, that would be so cool if you could get <laughs> five people who could do the impressions. As well. yeah. Jinkies. Like film it. You could basically film an episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah, then. in an escape room. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my idea. <laughs> so yeah, what do you think? Would you do it? Yeah, I'd mm. do it. Ooh. I mean, I, I said earlier I don't get scared easily, but <laughs> I think with stuff like that, I'm. Like jump scares, I probably win. Mm, but mm. Uh, no, but it'd be fun. I mean, like we did the escape room that one time. Yeah, we'll have to see if there's any Halloween escape rooms. Yeah, that would be cool. Because mm. I'd like it to be more, you know, like physical. You know, there's like you have to more physical. <laughs> the one we went to, you stood around in the corner, <laughs> just letting us get over there. Go, oh, it's too much work to no, look in well... that drawer. <laughs> I was staying out of the way, you know, awaiting orders. Nobody gave exactly. me any orders. When I say like more physical, I mean like more like hiding in there, yeah, things like that, and more like so actual puzzles like an rather experience. than put these things yeah. in the right order, like like we did. And although I do like the cog idea, mm. that's good. That's quite a, yeah, start off yeah easy enough. I think a mix of like because mm. mm. I'm thinking it's kind of thinking like uh, the crystal maze, mm. you know, and also. Um, a bit like Jungle Run, you know, where they have to go through, they have to solve the puzzles to get to the next room and they have to steal, yeah. like, the golden monkey. Yeah, that sort of stuff. And get out in time, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's my idea. 
My big idea. Yeah, I like it. Mm, big scary idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Ben. So what about you? What is your big scary idea? Why did you slip down banana? Well, my idea is uh, an old idea. Because that was the intention of the podcast before, was to share old ideas that we never shared. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's an idea I came up with at work um, when Mm. I was working alongside our good friend Laura. Oh, yeah. Hi, Laura. She doesn't listen to the show, does she? No. How dare she? So we'll just do a shout-out to Harvey and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. I forgot about that. Um, I was so preoccupied with spooky things, (laughs) But we were on about... Actually, it's come full circle. We were on about the Doctor Who episode where you're about yeah. being cremated and we were on about being buried. Mm. Like, if you were buried and you mm. turned out you were buried alive, mm. you'd want something to do in the coffin. So <laughs> I said, I'd take my ukulele and I can yeah. sit there and play. Maybe that's what the ancient Egyptians were doing. <laughs> I don't want to get buried alive. Just take everything with me. Yeah. So it was like these golden like cat statues. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Playing with them like rubber ducks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're the handsome pharaoh. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I love you, pharaoh. I love you, Cleopatra. <laughs> we can hear you, you know. <laughs> Let me out there. <laughs> so I said I'd take that, and she's like, oh, I could take my guitar, and then if we get buried nearby each other, we, we can jam and play yeah. together. Like, oh. Assuming that, one, you die in the same accident, two, you don't actually die, but both... Mistakenly buried alive. It was a long shot, admittedly. <laughs> you got. I want an extra wide cock in case I get buried alive, then I can bring my drum kit with me. <laughs> so then we said, oh, we could form an underground band. Yeah, uh, very two good, yeah. So we spent the whole afternoon, rather than working, we were just messaging about this. <laughs> like throwing names out and not ideas mm. and stuff. We threw loads of names out. Um, mm. The Rotting Rockers. Ah. The Chorus of Corpses. <laughs> the Swinging Skeletons. Ah, I like it. And then Laura came up with the one that we eventually used, which was the Dead Good Band. Oh, I remember this. Because <laughs> they're dead yeah. good, and they're yeah, dead, they're... and they're good. Yeah. Dead Good Band. That's a very, like, brummy... That's dead good, that is. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, we built a story around it. Mm. Um, ignoring our clients. <laughs> <laughs> phones ringing. <laughs> mobile phones going. Fax machine. Apologies for the late reply. We was working on a story. <laughs> but, um, no, we were actually doing work. I'm, oh, yes. I'm joking about that. Yeah. Cause... You're saying that to cover you. <laughs> In case your boss listens to Yeah, this. it was one of those, like, Friday afternoons. You've not got mm. much to do. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... So then we built a story around it where it was a bunch of musicians who were in, say, a plane crash or something, mm. and they were buried with their instruments because they thought, mm. you know, it'd be a nice thing to do. They loved yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So they're buried with their instruments, yeah. and then, like, one night someone was walking through the graveyard and they oh. heard the very faint sound of music. Mm, of Motown. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, they heard it and came back the next night with their friend or something and they heard mm, it again. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, sort of people came and listened and they worked out, oh, it's these musicians playing. Mm. I mean, the first... Oh, then, like, more people come and it turns into, like, a whole stadium show. Well, yeah. I was mm. going to say, like, build a festival around it and then, mm. like, the headline act. Yeah. And then, like, you get people who are just, you know, doing novelty guff email yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. horror music sort of thing. Yeah. And then they're the headline act. Yeah. 
But I mean, the obvious thing is why don't they dig them up and check if they're <laughs> 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 playing music all this time? Why is there any way to check it on us? <laughs> so maybe they do like mm. bury them up. They don't play anything and that and. Well, they're still alive, but no, we're not playing berries again. <laughs> well, yeah, or maybe... Because that's kind of a Maybe they hole. know for sure that they're dead. Like, there's no yeah. way they survived this. Or if they've got, like, webcams in there or something. Oh. If it's, like, a bit of a modern thing or... More drilled holes just to... Oh, God, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe if they dig them up, see they're not playing, and they think, right, let's keep them out for the night, see if they... <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're dead yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, the stink might. <laughs> maybe, like, people actually see their ghosts. Maybe that's... Oh yeah, maybe, like, there's a psychic medium there. And, like, yeah. Hear <laughs> yeah. They're telling me that they are dead. <laughs> they just want a jam. And they're, they're telling everyone to bugger off. <laughs> Stop selling bootlegs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it only happens on Friday the 13th. It was another idea, but... Mm. Because then you could plan ahead and have the festival on the thirteenth. Mm. 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 I think I do like the idea of it just like being a thing. Every time you walk past, you can hear the music and yeah. you get people hanging out there. You know. And maybe they weren't successful, or they were, and they were cut down in their prime. So that's mm. people want to Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah. So people want to, you know, like give him a second chance, mm. sort of thing. I went to the cemetery hoping to hear Buddy Holly. All I hear was a bloody big bopper. <laughs> Hello, baby. <laughs> oh, God, I'm here. Weren't one of them at a backing man called the Crickets? Yeah, B- that was Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. <laughs> I wanted to hear Buddy Holly, I just heard the Crickets. Hey, very good. <laughs> Chirping. And, uh... yeah. and of course, yeah, big shout out to Richie Valens, who also died in that same plane crash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was like similar to Harvey then. <laughs> so that's my friend Richie Valens, who <laughs> loves Buddy Holly <laughs> and keeps crickets. <laughs> <laughs> So that mm. was the idea, the dead good band. And maybe mm. they, like, their old manager records it and they have, like, a posthumous... Oh, damn it. <laughs> trying to get squeeze all the money out of them. <laughs> well, that's what would happen. You know yeah, that's what would happen. True, yeah. They'd have a posthumous hit. Didn't they... And, uh... and then maybe someone says, like, don't do that again. Like, do it once. It's a nice thing to do, but yeah. don't milk it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they release, like, a new Elvis thing this year or...? That was yeah, definitely the, someone. There's a Beatles, they're doing one. That, that could have been They've it. used yeah. AI to se- yeah, separate yeah. John. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Just think you could do that. You don't need musicians anymore. <laughs> it's all AI music. Oh, what if they always wanted a number one hit, but they only ever got to, like, reach number two? Mm. So then they're like, because ghosts have unfinished business. Maybe yeah. that's it. Oh, they just yeah, want a number one hit, so they, they record mm. it. And, it goes and maybe it's a song they were writing as they died. They uh, never got to record it, never yeah. got to perform it. And mm. then they record it, release it, goes to number one, and then they're never heard again. Oh, but, I like that, yeah. But if you walk past, sometimes, baby, you can hear... Hear them tuning the up. Plucking of a guitar. Yeah. Or the tinkling of a piano. I'm breaking up the band. <laughs> Great differences. <laughs> Going solo. We're dissolving yeah. the band. <laughs> We're De- dissolving, period. <laughs> Decomposing the band. <laughs> I like that. But uh, as you may remember, uh-huh. I actually wrote a song. I do remember. It's called The Dead Good Band. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, since <gasps> it's the Halloween episode. Ooh, have you like recorded a definitive version of it? Well, yes. Ooh. I did record it, and then I think last year I did a few other Halloween songs, so I put out yeah, a yeah. single. Also, be sure to check out Ben Coleman on Spotify mm. Mm, for some great music. And I'm not just saying <laughs> that because I'm your friend, because really I don't really think that much of you. 
<laughs> you're an idiot, but you're feared. It's great. It's the only reason we're friends. <laughs> Show it with the idea. You play some music, then. <laughs> but yeah, I did ask you if you'd let me play it because I course, thought it'd be yeah. nice and rather than like the because <laughs> it's the Halloween episode mm. we mm. thought we'd end on that it's good to end like special episodes with a special yeah. way you know nice song so before we do that we'll do the usual thanks for listening oh, yeah, we've yeah. already got our idea for the next episode yeah food idea yep so thanks for listening follow us on Instagram Ben and Mike mm-hmm. idea our website, benandmike.co.uk. Mm. Mike, have you got something Halloweeny to plug for us? I'm afraid not. I'm kidding. <laughs> Be sure to check out the Ben and Mike store for the new uh, upcoming Ben and Mike voodoo dolls. Oh, mm. yes. Get us to uh, do whatever you want us to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's funny you should say that because I do often feel like a little prick. <laughs> <laughs> and on that joke. <laughs> Thanks for listening to mm. our Halloween special. Oh. And here's... It feels weird saying here's me with my song. <laughs> so I'll let you so, introduce And me. ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week's number one hit, <laughs> it's Ben Com with the Dead Good Band. Here it is. Hey. If you walk by the graveyard tonight, you'll hear an eerie sound. Lots of funky music coming up from out of the ground Four musicians buried in a row with their instruments in their coffin Now they've formed an underground band and every night they're rocking And people gathered from across the land to hear the sound of the dead good band dead good band dead good dead good band dead good dead good band dead good dead good band it's hard to keep beat when your drummer's deceased but she's playing your bones like a xylophone if you get here late you have an awful fright they may not be living but they're alive tonight Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to the members of the band. Chase on bass was shot in the face. Mark on guitar crashed his car. A machine crashed keen on the tambourine. And Steve on keys had an awful disease. They're down in the ground, but they're going far. Six feet under at the top of the charts. Rotting rockers. Swinging skeletons. A chorus of corpses. The dancing deceased. 
Get, 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 get